0: Hello and welcome once again to Refresher the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. So last time, we discussed whether or not our childhood has to determine how we act as adults, and the basic consensus is that most of us really do have a choice in the matter. We don't always have to be the slaves of our past. Yes, those things shaped us, and they're still in us, but they don't have to be us. This time, we're going to compare the two times in the lives of humans, childhood and adulthood, and we're going to put them in the ring together to see who wins in the fight for dominance and the title of being the best time in one's life. You think you already know? Maybe, maybe not. Let's see. So I thought we could start with a pros and cons list. How about childhood? Things are new. We are probably way more innocent. We have more energy. It's okay to do things like cry when you're sad or play and run around and be nuts when you're happy. Adulthood, you have life experience now. You're probably more mature. You're capable of more things with less restrictions put upon you and you have a larger degree of independence. Which is better? Sometimes we romanticize our childhoods in ways that really aren't accurate. Other times the feelings, the good and the bad are dead on. We may lament part of our pasts that are gone, including people that are gone when we become adults too. But but there's still a present and future out there of potential experiences yet to be had. So again, do we look in the present? Do we look forward? Or do we look behind us? You know, it's it's been pretty cool. We've been analyzing the television show, The Twilight Zone, in various episodes of this program. But there's one episode that we haven't touched yet. And I, I, if there's going to be a spoiler on this one. So if you don't want to hear it, I'm just telling you right now, I am going to tell you how, how this one ends. This is an episode called The Incredible World of Horace Ford. Here's the plot, essentially uh, Horace Ford is a 38 year old toy designer whose life is totally dominated by nothing but blissful, happy memories of his childhood. His co workers, his wife, and his mother have all become increasingly frustrated with his obsession of going back to his childhood because it was so wonderful. Well, one day he decides to actually physically go revisit his childhood neighborhood. He discovers to his amazement that nothing changed. In fact, because this is the Twilight Zone, he recognizes the boys he played with in his childhood because they have not aged either frightened he returns to his apartment but he can't help but go back he goes to that old neighborhood again on each of the next several nights each night the same scene plays out and he stays just a little bit longer than he did the last one before again wondering what's going on and returning to his apartment well on his very last visit he hears his old friends complaining that he did not invite them to his party. He tries to talk to them and suddenly he finds that he's turned into a boy again. Those supposed friends bully him, assault him, at which point everything kicks back in. Horace Ford realizes that his childhood was not as pleasant as he would nostalgically recall. After he gets home, his wife finds him. He grows up, returning to his own time period and age with a newfound appreciation for life as an adult. He had such a bad childhood that he blocked it out to such a degree that he convinced himself it was a good childhood. Does this happen? Well, Medical News Today helps us with this. It says, Some evidence supports the theory of motivated forgetting. Now, this theory suggests that people can block unpleasant, painful, or traumatic memories if there is a motivation to do so. Many people may experience unwanted memories following a traumatic event. Researchers are beginning to understand how the brain creates memories, stores those memories, and then can recall them through studying the human mind. So a person may not be able to forget an unwanted memory, but techniques are available to help an individual manage these negative events so that they don't dictate the rest of their lives. Typically these strategies involve doing things like disturbing the initial memory and either replacing it with a positive meaning, reducing its significance, substituting it with another memory, or just suppressing it altogether. So if Horace Ford were real he may have longed for an idyllic childhood so badly that he just decided mentally even if it was unconsciously to create one for himself in blocking out the real one. So sometimes the idea of going back it isn't as disneylandish as as we would have Liked for it to really be. But on the other hand, is getting older always a bad thing? Because it kind of has that connotation. The Life Hack website helps us with this with this piece. It says six benefits of getting older you probably never expected. Here they are. Number one, we have much clearer priorities, we kind of know where we stand. And what's important to us in our lives number two the older we get oftentimes we don't care as much what others think even if we're somewhat self-conscious it's probably nothing like we were as a teenager or a young child number three it gets easier to manage our emotions now it says easier it's not necessarily ever going to be easy to manage our emotions, but the older we get and the more mature we get, the more that it's likely to happen. Number four, and I found this really interesting, unless you have some kind of a physical problem, getting headaches are fewer and further between as you get older. Number five, we oftentimes have a higher sense of self-worth. It's because at some point we find that we might be accepting ourselves more than we ever did when we were younger and then for those that are even a little bit older or have different circumstances we actually can learn from our children or our grandchildren so we're getting the benefit of experience and then also potentially the benefit of knowing what's current from the future generation so which wins Can you see them both in the corners of the ring? Does adulthood win or does childhood win? We may simply have to call this battle a draw. Uh, Maybe you can say for yourself, I enjoyed my adulthood way more than my childhood, or my childhood was awesome, and I'm not as crazy about my adulthood. It's gonna be different for different people, but I think that realistically speaking, it's generally a tie unless somebody went through something or is going through something traumatic. There are going to be good things, bad things, sad times, happy times, confusing times, amazing times, and strange times, both as kids and as grown people, too. For me, I would love more youth, but I would like the life experience I have now to go with it. So I don't hate my age now. I do hate my lack of energy and how much faster it feels that time is going now. Uh, The simplicity of going outside to play. I miss that. So You can't do it the same. Now there kind of has to be a reason to go outside, a purpose to go outside. What's my objective in going outside? What do I have to plan around it to be able to go outside? Will I need recuperation time after I go out and play afterward? What things will I have to be sure that I have covered ahead of time or in place so that I can go outside? On the other hand, personally speaking, I was a kid who was kind of afraid of my own shadow when I was little. I was afraid of everything. I was the kind of little kid that if someone cut in front of me in line, I did nothing. If I had to stand up for myself, I wouldn't, if I was being made fun of, I'd laugh too. See, that kid would go home and cry, but then that kid morphed into a young adult that would sarcastically rip your face off. Neither of those extremes are good, but as an older person than a teenager or a young adult or a child, I'd have to say that I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't wanna let people walk all over me. And I also don't wanna let them make me be aggressive either. I wanna be in control. If age has helped teach me anything, it's that it's ultimately up to me. And I now realize that it kind of always has been. Let's end this one here. Our reports on this show tell us that people of all ages tune into this program. Yes, the big group are my fellow Gen Xers, but all of you are out there. But first off, thank you. We're so happy you listened, but but secondly, think about maybe doing this. Whoever you are, embrace the age that you are. Each age comes with its own advantages, challenges too, but definitely with advantages. Bond with those advantages when you realize you have them. Take advantage of them and use them because later, while you may completely have different advantages, the ones you have now may change. So maybe the best thing to do is never make our childhood battle with our adulthood. Maybe we should put them on the same team because when they are, they both win, which means that ultimately we win. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to musically illustrate our overall theme. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Childhood versus Adulthood, the main event round two playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify Just type in Refresher Podcast, Childhood versus Adulthood, the main event round two. As usual, once you get to childhood on that typing, it's going to probably automatically fill the rest. So don't feel like you got to do the whole thing. So what we're going to do with this playlist is we're going to take a trip through the life of a person together, starting with track number one, which is entitled Little Babies. By Slater Kinney. Track number two. We're going to keep it nice and small. With Talking Heads and their song. Stay Up Late. Number three. Children. By EMF. Number four. We're growing up a little bit. We have the song 16. By Musical Youth. Number five. We begin our ascent into overdrive. Into our 20s with. I Will Dare by The Replacements. We get even a little happier with number six, with Lust for Life by Iggy Pop from his record of the same name. Number seven, from their Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness record, we have Smashing Pumpkins with 33. Number eight, things start to slow down a little bit. and We start to get a little reflective with Where have all the good times gone? And we're pulling the Van Halen version of the kink song this time. Number nine, Pulp with Help the Aged. Pulp writes, I just have to say this, they write the best 1970s glam, rocky, anthemic choruses since the actual 1970s. They would have been right at home had they have been a band in the 1970s as well as when they actually were a band. Help the Aged. And then finally, number 10, Steelheart with the final song literally called We All Die Young. Massive voice on the singer of that band. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast. Childhood versus adulthood, the main event, round two. Can you hear the rocky music? We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics reports show that we have more people in different places listening to us. Check this out. We have listeners in Buena Park, California, where I believe that's where Knott's Berry Farm is. Then we also have Aurora, Colorado. We have Forest, Virginia, Atascadero, California, and then outside the United States one more time, this time in the Central Community Development Council in Singapore. How cool is that? Welcome to Refresher, everybody. This show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, if you have social media and you don't think it's a little creepy to do it, go ahead and just let people know on social media that we exist. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. It can be as little as 99 cents a month the price you'd pay for a cup of coffee in 1964. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, whether you don't have the cash or don't have the incentive or don't have the desire to pay for this, you don't have to. It is all good. Please feel free to listen to this podcast regardless and enjoy it anytime you want, because ultimately it belongs to you. Just to let you know as well, um, the books that I have written, merchandise for this show, such as t-shirts and so forth, all these things can be found at our website, which is www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. And that includes, by the way, information regarding friends of Refresher like our friends at the Pet Plant To Go, Leafy. We also have our our friends at Design Craft and the Managing Expectations podcast. Learn about these people. They're great. Go to www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. This has become one of my favorite things to do. I'm running out of cool ways to do it, but I just can't stop because it makes me so happy. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and this is the best part. It was written. Are you writing this down? By Mr. John Villafuerte. All right. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening.